3: What is up, Dolphins? And welcome to the fifth quarter post-game show on the Miami Dolphins radio network. I've got Seth Levitt. I've got O.J. Juice McDuffie. The Fish Tank is here. I am Travis Wingfield. Drive Time is here. The Dolphins are here, and they are one and zero after a dominant victory over the New England Patriots. And Juice, that is four straight against the boys from Boston.
4: Yeah, man, it's um, it's always nice to beat these guys, man, and um, it's it's funny because you know what happened? Just getting here, I mean, these guys came in early to try to get acclimated to this weather, and uh, it's tough. It's a tough feel, tough feel for everybody. Those that actually play here all the time, and those that come in on, on visits, and um, but no matter what, Travis, getting a win within the division on opening day, you can't go two and zero without going one and zero. You know what I mean? Can so we call
5: it one and a half, you know?
4: Sure, we can do that. We can do that, man. So, it's like it's perfect, man, that we go out here and get this win like we're supposed to. And we've been doing this over and over again. Now, our our biggest problem has been week two. But we're going to figure that out, man. We've got something going right here, man. It's been special. And just a fun day to come out here and see the team play in pretty much all three phases. Solid football solid football is what I'm going to go with.
3: And plenty of room to grow and improve upon that, Absolutely. right, Because we're going to talk about that as we go along here. And I'm glad you guys mentioned, Seth, kind of the drop-in there, talking about the, you know, one-and-a-half worth game worth of a victory here because it's a divisional opponent. And that's what Mike McDaniel said last week, right? He said it's like the three-point contest in the NBA where divisional games are that colored ball at the end of the rack. To what get a great analogy. Extra points. I mean, yeah. he's, he always yeah. does that, right? Yeah. So that's what he does. Kawa? But that's kind of Kawa. Coach's answer was great. That's a drive-time <laughs> podcast. Right awesome.
5: The, it's an A at the end, not a G. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> I, I always get that wrong on my own show. Maybe that's why it's, it's your line. the, maybe it's why it's your the fish line tank wrong. post-game show here on the uh, on the post-game show. Exactly but, right. uh, you know, I mean, that was kind of one of the big takeaways today, too, guys, was just coach's aggressiveness, and that play to end the first half, the 42-yard oh, touchdown pass, man. fourth and eight to Jalen Waddell. I thought it was, two was best ball of the day. I thought it was the best call of the day. I thought it, I mean, obviously was the most impactful play of the day, but ju- su- uh, Juice and Seth, that was the those two words combined there, <laughs> Seth. It puts the Dolphins I mean, up we seventeen zip. A lot of times anyway. <laughs> yeah, it all the time, you can look, all the time. I, I yeah. see that. But run running routes, seventeen zip going into the break. That almost felt like the kind of deflating moment there for the Patriots in that game. No yeah. pun intended.
5: Well, yeah. To, I mean, the Patriots didn't they? I don't want to say they invented it, but they certainly made a living off of it for two decades of yeah. getting that score at the end it's to critical. kind of break your it's spirit. Critical, right? And then you get in the ball to start the half. Now it would be nice if we had gone down and scored, but. We just kept texting each other saying, where is Waddle? How do we get Waddle involved? They get Waddle involved. give it. Oh, there he goes. He's dancing in the end zone. <laughs> so that was huge. We talked about the stat where people say Tua doesn't have enough 30-plus yard touchdown passes. Well, that was a 42-yarder, so add that one in the record books. And, and you guys hit it. I- you-, you hit the nail on the head. They're 1-0. I mean, there's a- there's room to grow. They left yeah. meat on the bone there. but. You start the season, you can only play one game today, and they won the game, and they won it by two scores. And to me, if you didn't even play your best ball and you beat a division opponent by two scores, and really I think they they were the better team all day today, I can live with that, and there's room to grow.
3: Could have been a lot more lopsided. But, Juice, I was curious to get your perspective on that play because, I mean, watching the guys come off the field to the tunnel after that touchdown to Jalen Waddell, there was a, a different level of energy. So I was curious to get your perspective on a fourth and eight call. The head coach says, Hey, I trust you guys. Go out and get it, man. What does that do for the players?
4: Well, I think he was more importantly, he was trusting his defense yeah. just in case it didn't work. You know what I mean? I think that was the key. But I'm going to tell you, man, that play in itself was so spectacular. I'm sitting there with a bunch of guys. Look, I always talk about where I'm at for the game, always in the game with a bunch of alumni. Just because sit- we can't get in there. So <laughs> right, 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 know. right. right. I if you, you didn't know, folks. Juice just, was in the alumni I, suite. I, I, I can get you in every once in a while, man, <laughs> but it's not every game, you know what I mean? I only got a couple tickets, you know. We'll hang in the press. But box. I'm sitting there, and I've got A.J. Dway behind me, you know what I mean? I'm sitting there next to Jeff Cross, you know, and I also, you know, Anthony Harris and those guys are like in my, you know, my vicinity. And super duper, is back there saying, you know, basically punt it, punt it, punt it. Yeah. Dupe is uh, yelling to punt. Dupe <laughs> is looking to punt. You know, we're playing well on defense, and me too. I thought that I thought for a fact that we're just trying to draw them off, maybe get a couple extra yards, and then be in more four down territory. Yeah. Yep. The fact that we snapped it after the break was super impressive, man. And not only that, for a, a long touchdown to our man Walter, who we finally got involved in the game. That was that was just that was special, man. That was, we're, I'm not used to seeing that. I don't think any of us are used to seeing that, and that was just outstanding. Uh, The coaches, you know what I mean, think about it. Not many coaches do that, and a lot of guys are saying – you know, I hate to say it. Shula, be we be holding, we punt that. Right, punt, 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 punt.
5: We talked about that in the press box. Yeah. We were like, okay, where are they going to spot it? Was there a man down? Okay, if he took the set, you know, and and do you punt it? Do you, do you kick a field goal? And it's if you miss yards. it, there was all that conversation. Right. Then they line up, and I'm like, <laughs> they're going to run this thing. Right.
4: See, and they lined up before the 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 for the the break. Right, right thinking there. you're just giving them it, the yeah, look. Yeah, yeah. And then they came back out with the offense, and I'm like. Okay. Yeah, there was they're no really going to play there? here. Yeah, and it, it was, was a little stuff. bread
3: and butter, wasn't it? A little slant to Jalen Waddle. I mean, we've seen Tua have that to waddle for years now, yeah. going back to the days of Alabama. Tua finishes 23 for 33, 270 yards, a touchdown pass, a 104.4 rating. I think we all agree, and we'll talk about this later, that it wasn't even his best showing, and you Correct. wind up with that number. and To me, that speaks a little bit to the offensive system, which – You know, you go back over the years with Coach McDaniel. It's one game here. I'm not going to get too over the top with it. But every quarterback this guy has coached has posted really solid numbers. And if you don't play your best, you can still have a day like that. And that seems to be what happened here with with, uh, Tua Tungavailoa. And then you have Tyreek Hill with 8 for 94, Juice. I know we're going to talk about him a little bit, but, man, the impact that he had in this game. I thought that he was kind of the engine behind the offense that really, you know, longer drives, and it kind of goes against what you think with, with Tyreek Hill and the vertical stretch element of his game. But, man, he was a big part of that short game, getting things going today.
4: Yeah, we're, ju- we're just getting to learn Tyreek. You know what I mean? And every other team's going to learn him as well. You know, it took a while to get – we talked about it getting Jalen involved, Jalen Waddle but Tyreek is a, such a difference maker in the games and such an attention grabber. Everybody wants to you know you you have to pay attention to what he's doing. And so at the beginning you can tell it was a concerted effort to get him involved. I mean, I don't even know I, I haven't looked at the final stats, but at one point I, I you know I hate I hate name dropping all the time, but, but Duke's like how that many targets is that today? <laughs> How many thar- <laughs> how yeah, Duke was, Duke was like how many, that, how many targets is that, OJ? How many targets is that? I'm like, oh, right. He's at 12 targets right now. He's like, damn, I never got 12 targets. I said, <laughs> Oh, yeah, Mark he, Clayton on the other side. <laughs> but, but one thing that Duke did say, though, he said, look, Tyreek is a combination of me and Clayton together. That's dope. You know what I mean? My speed, Clayton's ability to run routes I and get that in that. and out of breaks. I was like, man, that's a hell of a compliment, bro. You know what I mean? So he's a guy that's going to, for sure, gonna d- command and demand a lot of attention and all the other guys get going. Look, Jalen Waddle, you know, he's been hurt most of the camp, and then he got his opportunities late. And what did he do? He shined like hell. But Tyreek, man, Tyreek is doing that thing uh, to to draw a lot of attention. And, of course, you're going to get him involved early. Get him going early. One thing I knew when I played was get me involved early, and I'll handle the rest later in the game. If you don't get me involved until late, I'm going to be pissed off at the end of the game. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But get me involved kind of early, like get, in the yeah. wide receiver prerequisite. Exactly isn't it? right. Yeah. Exactly right. Throw a screen man. pass or something, so, man. Get yeah, the ball so. in his hands
3: and get him going.
5: How cool. So we think we're pretty cool sitting in the press box. Oh, we were in the press box and we were talking to. I mean, that's O.J. McDuffie and Mark Duper talking about what's going on in the field. I'm just going to the Spaces
3: <laughs> show talking about me running around the building, talking to whoever yeah. I'm talking to. <laughs> who, who you met else. in the snack line? <laughs> Finally, somebody else that's, that's pulling the name drops out here. Let's go ahead and pause 10 seconds real quick, guys, so our stations can ID themselves. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Radio Network.
2: WQAM Miami WPOW HD2 Miami WKIS WKIS HD1 And WKIS HD2 Boca Raton Home of the Miami Dolphins Powered by Anajar and Bean Accident Attorneys
3: <laughs> Dolphins post game is driven by Gunther Mazda. You got to get to Gunther Mazda in Fort Lauderdale to experience a new Mazda SUV on 441 just north of I 595 or visit GuntherMazda.com. For car buying done your way, you've got to get to Gunther Mazda. Again, the final score from Hard Rock Stadium Dolphins 20, Patriots 7. You're listening to the fifth quarter post game show presented by the Palm Beaches.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game.
3: Check out South Florida's ultimate entertainment destination with world-class shows at Hard Rock Live, award-winning dining at Suppresso and Council Oak, and much, much more only at the Seminole Hard Rock Hollywood. And guys, it's an opening day victory, a convincing one. The Dolphins take it 20-7 to over their AFC East rival New England Patriots. And let's go ahead and get to our key player of the game, sponsored by Ed Morse. When you buy from Morse, you're backed by Morse with the price protection promise from Ed Morse Sawgrass Auto Mall. And I think it's a no-brainer today and that's what Juice told me As I kind of asked about who it might be for the player of the game. We're going to go with the guy that got the touchdown scoring started. We were asked on Wednesday, guys, who was the first touchdown of the game going to be on the Twitter Spaces <laughs> that's show. Right, that's I think right. I gave you Waddle.
4: What did you do, Mike? Uh, Mike Isiki, you know, I went homer. I went homer, but it's, you know, yeah. Who, who had
3: Melvin Ingram? Melvin Ingram scoops I up. I did. I just team wasn't team able to. Team to team team was it was my wife's birthday, somebody so went happy deep, birthday. Somebody, somebody but, went deep. Uh-huh, he, nice. made, he, he made the right move. The player of the game, though, Jeez. was the guy that forced that fumble. You go ahead and hear that play right now. Devontae Parker in motion Back to
5: throw, blitz coming, they got him The ball's out, touchdown Miami
4: Ingram picked it up on the bounce yeah, And he got walked blindsided. into the end zone He never saw it on the blind side Went to throw the ball Dolphins were bringing the heat Well, I'll tell you what, what a great start for this defense
5: and Joe, I think it was Brandon Jones on the
1: blitz, right? Yeah, it was Brandon, Brandon Jones Brandon Jones outside, nobody touches Not him Not at all And the ball bounced perfectly for Ingram.
3: That might be Jimmy's best call in a while. That was a hell of a call on the sack fumbles touchdown there. As Brandon Jones gets the scoring started, just like he did last year at the Meadowlands, a game we were all at together, a strip sack of Joe Flacco. This time it gets scooped up and taken back for six by Melvin Ingram there. Guys, Brandon Jones, 11 tackles, a PBU, a sack, a forced fumble, and that play there that causes a touchdown juice. That's how you make an impact in your first game of the season.
4: Man, oh, man. Our safeties are nice, Uh, aren't they? they? How nice nice are they, man? And Brandon, yeah, doing what he does, man. You know, playing – you know, all over the fo- all over the football field, but making plays like that, and it was it was really strange. That that sack was like um, he disguised it so well. So I watched it a few times. He disguised that blitz so well off the edge, and whoever's on the edge on the end, you know, did a great job of making sure that he had that clean shot. But Mac, he had no idea he was coming. Had no idea, and was no coming time to react. Got there like just that. Goes downhill a, so fast. A great bounce, to Melvin Ingram and a great scoop by the, the you know, the the veteran foot player. You know, to scoop it up and get into the end zone, right place, Welcome right time. Welcome to Miami, Melvin Ingram. You know, what I mean, that was outstanding. What a great play! And I'm telling you, we talked about it before. We we're gonna our bread is buttered on That's our right. defensive side of football, mm-hmm. and they did that today. And we're gonna need that. We're gonna need more from our offense. But that play right there was one of those six significant plays that you know, set a tone for how our defense is going to be this year.
3: I want to go back to Seth here because there's something we were talking about in the press box. That was your key player of the game, sponsored by Ed Morse. All the latest GM models are right here at the Ed Morse Sawgrass Auto Mall, and they're all backed by Morse. And, Seth, something you talked about, and you've kind of been on this kick for two years now after a podcast I did last offseason yep. talking about how maybe the Dolphins should play a little more coverage and just see the four-man pass rush. And Seth's like, I ain't trying to have that, Travis. Was that a good <laughs> Seth? I don't know if it was. I went for it. That, was <laughs> real good. that was really good. <laughs> I was like, good. damn. And here I'm he like, comes called the up edge. the take? They, they blitz the edge. They condense that tackle. He misses Brandon Jones' free run Seth, you get your set. He gets your strip sack and a touchdown.
5: I, I don't even think I should say anything else. He did a better <laughs> me than I can do. But that's exactly right. Everybody's sitting here begging for them to do something different than what they're doing. It's working, and it's worked well for years, and clearly it doesn't matter. Look, they dialed it up, and they, they not just – got a big play but it was a scoring play when Absolutely. your defense can turn turnovers to points don't even have to give the ball back to the offense that's what it's all about so like why oh we're going to criticize it because they had to get ex- create exotic pressure who cares it's yeah. the cares? best pass rushing safety yeah. in the league yeah what, what do they, the kids say Travis don't at me they are, that's the best <laughs> pass rushing me <laughs> I mean the guy's unbelievable and and we saw it happen here today so uh, whoever's out there saying that they need to find better ways to get three and four pressure i don't care no. i don't care it's the best pressure they had all day they got points off off of it have Brandon Jones go downhill every play, for uh, as yeah, far as I'm concerned. Absolutely. Two sacks
3: and three takeaways today, Juice. That defense, I mean, one of the takeaways I'm probably going to have in the podcast tonight, the Drive Time podcast, is just talking about how guys who we expect them to have a certain level of performance, they just did that today. Uh, there was a big third down stop, a third and short stop, where, where Seth leans over and goes, is that my grown-ass man, Zach Sealer?" I'm like, you're darn right it is, sir. That's all he does is shut down yeah. short yardage plays. But Emmanuel Ogba has a sack. Javon Holland has a pick juice i know you love that play by Xavier howard to get over there pin that receiver and tip that thing up man, man how great was that all
4: day man that's what he does man it, yeah that's that's exactly what he does bro and it was like it was great to see you know why are you taking his chances coach. and then we go from there we're
3: gonna we're gonna go ahead and throw it to coach mike mcdaniel here we go
0: you know so we, we decided to do it um had had a couple thoughts in mind you know you try to prepare yourself so it's not the first time you've thought about that scenario um and that that does come up in the half. So I had a couple thoughts, and but then once the uh, the play started, I think um, uh, Cedric motioned down, and uh, they uh, we had anticipated a certain type of leverage in the man-to-man coverage, um, and we got it, and we got the protection, and then Tua ripped a strike. Part of the reason that um, you know you you hear so much praise from Tyreek and Waddle about Tua is because. Um, he throws that uh, catchable ball that um, you can get yards after catch, and then he waddle uh, you know that 's something that we 've emphasized a ton um, and you want to talk about deliberate practice um, coming to life in the biggest moment um, is you know catching that in break and then having a mindset um, not be not being surprised that he 's catching it now he was he only scores because he immediately transitioned um, to take it to the house, so? It was. Uh, it was glad to have. I was glad to have him back. I told you guys. I was very confident he'd be back. Um, but uh, that that was a a cool moment for all of us. And um, you know, just w- wish we could have continued that momentum in the second half. But beggars can't be choos- choosers. Yeah. No. This is. Um, I told the team um, last night. Um, you know, I thought it was important that uh, you guys were introduced. To uh, the offensive players and the offense, um, but this is still the defense's team until proven otherwise. And that, and they they valued that that was important to them when they heard that, uh, and they wanted to prove me right, and they sure did. You know, there's there's a you know defense is funny where you can you you, you have so many guys that are competitive and have high standards, and then you're giving up. Some yards and you're you're driving down the field. Well, um, it's a classic example of uh, the other team has to score. So don't panic and then um, wait for your opportunity and seize it. So it was a that was a huge momentum turner. Um, the pick with a with X PBU um, and then Javon coming in. And making a play on that—that that, you know who knows what the game looks like without that one. So th- th- those are a ton of examples that we'll be able to learn from. Um, but I thought it was good that the uh, you know the defense deserved um, to get some. Uh, they, they put in the work. They—they've you know it is the stage now where they've been able to play together for a while, um, and so they—they they, that means a lot to them. They—they want to. Um, You know, they have a standard that they want to employ that everybody knows when a Miami Dolphins game occurs that um, you're going to have to deal with this defense. And, you know, we got, um, we're plus three in the turnover margin, which um, that's probably the biggest indicator that you'll ever have. Um, I think that's factual, actually. Uh, You know, 87% or something. Um, Anyway, you guys can check that and, and, uh, uh, but that that was the real story of the game was being able to protect the ball and um the in the game plus 3 no i mean Tyreek made some plays uh you know it's it's yeah, our plan is always to get him involved um you know defenses can kind of dictate the terms, so you try to, you know, this was a difficult um, game plan process with, with him in in that regard because they've, um, over the years, you know, he's been doing it for so long. Coach Belichick has, done a ton of presentations, so you're not really sure, um, you know, what, you know, how many times he went Tyreek at the point of attack. Um, there was a couple times that he was number one. There was a couple times he was number two, but. He made a couple plays, um, and, and Tyreek's the same way. He was frustrated. He had a there was a um, incompletion over the middle uh, that he knew that he you know two was thrown on time and he knew he was uh, he should have been flatter and he, he kind of faded away. Um, he got mad at himself there, and there was a couple um, during the game that he was frustrated, which is w- what you love about him, um, and that's what you you need from your captains. So. That um, I think each and every game, um, we'll, we'll you know do our best to to feature him, and unless a defense has to fully commit to take him away, which um, is good news for the Miami Dolphins, because we have some other playmakers. Which you guys saw um, today, there was a lot of plays that were made, um, and uh, uh, by a lot of guys, and then um, you know guys in space and. Uh, I think there was a couple third downs that the running backs really, really um, kept us on the field. Um, so all those things, we're just trying to involve all our players to the best of their ability. Um, some games they'll get a ton, some of the games they won't. But they'll keep working, and get, getting better, which is the point.
5: Mike, you earlier in the week about visualizing this moment in the national anthem.
0: No, um, it's interesting with this role, and you may call BS on this or not, whatever. Um, but you are so—I've talked about it at length before. You're so dependent upon so many people to do so many things. You're almost rem- because you—you are in charge of so many people. You're delegating, but you're also—you're not hands-on with a lot of stuff. So you're so dependent, um, and as a result, um, you know, I, I I never felt isolated in the least in this moment. So um probably in probably the last, I don't know, decade of football it was probably the most relaxed and comfortable that I've been for for a game. Um and it's the honest truth. Uh and, and it's because you you're in the, from this from the scope you are Um, Yes, you're making play calling decisions and um, a lot of your planning, you know, you have to pay the piper, it's black and white, win or loss, but um, it's not about that, it's about um, doing right by all the people in the building, by the players, um, you know, facilitating them coming together and then we go out and have fun doing what we do Um, because if you work the right way uh, you shouldn't feel um, stressed or, or nervous. So to be honest, um, it was what I was kind of starting to p- piece together in the preseason that um, you know maybe maybe this is right, wrong, or indifferent. You know we'll see at the you know you know each game how it plays out. But I felt very comfortable um, and there wasn't really any nervous energy or anything like that, um, which which was um, cool that uh that I felt like the players were that way too. Final question. Mike, Your first NFL win as a head coach against Bill Belichick? What are your thoughts on, on just that statement moment and what, what do you think about winning the year though? Um man, I wish I wish all you had to do was win one game. <laughs> Cause that'd be cool. Um that's not the case. So I'm kind of thinking about week two. Um again Time for reflection will come on um, my own time, not other people's. And right now, uh, people don't need me to sit and think about um, my win lost record. Um, they, they need me to do my job, and that's what I'm focused on.
3: So there's undefeated Dolphins head coach Mike McDaniel, 1-0, had to say it. We're going to come back and react to his first post-game presser. We'll have Tua's press conference later. We also have game balls to give out, one per customer. I'll try to adhere to that rule this time around. Much more to come here on the fifth quarter post-game show. Dolphins post-game is driven by Gunther Mazda. For car buying down your way, you've got to get to Gunther Mazda. Again, the final score from Hard Rock Stadium, Dolphins 20, Patriots 7. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Radio Network, brought to you by the Palm Beaches.
2: This is the official Miami Dolphins radio network where Dolphins fans live. The Porpoise Pod, the newest Miami Dolphins podcast, hosted by Tobin and Solana. Listen for free on the Odyssey app
3: or wherever you get your podcasts. Make more good in the all new Sportage X Pro with multi terrain all wheel drive and available 360 degree surround view monitor. No mission is too small to take on, and we just heard from first-time victorious head coach Mike McDaniel in his NFL debut here at Hard Rock Stadium, which actually, Big Seth, is the first place that he ever appeared in a game when he was in the Broncos staff back in 2005, another game on September 11th, and it was also uh, the, the last time the Dolphins had an opening day touchdown on defense well, Fumble 2005. recovery for a Fumble recovery, thank you, appreciate that. So lots of cool parallels here, but I know you're fired up talking about Coach McDaniel's uh, post-game press athlete? conference. That, that was you're... Melvin Ingram and Jason Taylor okay. I just back make in 2005. Sure. <laughs> That's why we're going to throw it to you, our press conference consigliere here. What do you think, man? That was a fun presser.
5: It was a fun presser. I mean, usually when you win, they are, right, and particularly with, uh, with Coach McDaniel. But there were a couple things that jumped out to me. I loved the fact that he said, hey, we're going to introduce the offense because I think people need to meet some of these new players on offense but that he told the entire team last night in the meeting, this is still the defense's team until proven otherwise. Yeah, I That's love a that, big man. deal. And, look, this is the offensive guru coach. You right, know he's calling right. the offensive plays. He clearly takes pride or or has to eat anything that doesn't go right for the offense. He's all in on the offense. And we've seen teams where, Juice, you've probably been a part of them, where people are like, yeah, well, he only cares about one side of the ball. Right, right. He came out and told the whole team, this is the defensive team. He's and so then self-aware. he said, and then they proved me right. So I, I thought that that was really uh, impactful. Uh, I loved this line when they asked him about the big touchdown to Jalen Waddle. And we all got pumped up. And we thought how gutsy it was. And he said that was what happens when deliberate practice is coming to life in the biggest I moment. Love it. Right. So, I, I mean, fourth and seven, you're playing with a lead. But, you know, if you don't get it, you're giving them the ball back deliberate practice coming to life in the biggest moment. I thought that was a great line. And how about the fact that, you know, just like with a rookie quarterback, it wasn't too big yeah. for him, fellas. He's right. going up against, I don't want to call him the GOAT here in this stadium because we know who the true GOAT is. The guy who won the most games of all time is Coach Shula. But certainly the active GOAT, right? And he's going <laughs> like up that. against I like you. that. I like he's that. He's going up against Bill Belichick, all the Super Bowls, all the things, and, you know, all, all of that. And it wasn't too big for him, and he not only was it not too big for him, he said it's the most relaxed and comfortable that he's ever that's been. So crazy! Right. How right. prepared right. are so you crazy. when you're walking into your first? I'd have been peeing down my leg. I'd I was been nervous. A nervous wreck. But that. That's
4: why I'm here in the booth, guys. <laughs> think about that when you walked into an exam. We all went to college, you know. When you walk into an exam and you know you got the answers, you yeah. know how how you know how it's going to go. You're you're way more relaxed than the one guy that was cramming. Until like you know two hours before that <laughs> a good comparison, you know percent
5: right, a hundred percent, but here's what also is great is that he said he felt that the rest of the team felt that way as well, so if he felt relaxed and then that obviously there's that trickle down, and that's the way it should be, right, yeah. reflect leadership, yeah. and if he came in here and was a nervous wreck and made it bigger than what it needed to be, what do those
3: guys do? He was relaxed, he was prepared. And it translated to a win on the field. It's, it's so much self-awareness, isn't it, Juice? He just is aware of the moment, it seems like, so often. That's why I want to let you go ahead and talk yeah. now about your favorite part of that because right. it kind of peels back to something we talked about earlier this week and just how he, he didn't want to shortchange the process, didn't want to make it about himself, and he took that approach all week this this week into the game.
4: Yeah, absolutely, man. And I, I, you know, Seth's points are always they're, they're so on point, honestly. And what I want to like reiterate with that and talk about is that he let them know that this is a defensive team right now. You know what I mean? And the rest of the team understands that. You know, a lot of times, you know, we I've been in some locker rooms where, you know, you can say it's an offensive side and the defense might be upset. Or it's defensive side and the offense is upset. But this team gets it. You know, they understand where they're coming from. And the fact that you say that, that's so perfect that he was at a, at a calm, you know, space within himself it, it resonates throughout the whole team because you've got to go out there and you need to play calm. You need to play loose. You need to go out there and play ball without being uptight because uptight leaves a lot of mistakes, a lot of big mistakes. You know what I mean? And so the fact that the head man is that way in his first real game, it's got to trickle down to the rest of the squad and the whole staff and everybody else is doing their job out there. All the way down to Joey and Charlie, you know, in the equipment room. You know what I mean? Well you know the, they're gonna
5: be prepared. You know,
4: they're always there there's nobody more prepared than those guys. You know, so that fact that it starts there, man, and nobody's on edge. You've got to play the game a little bit on edge, but when you know you're prepared, you know you're ready to go, you know you've done all the work and you know that that's that's the most important part, man. When you know you've done everything you can do to go out there and be successful, it starts when the head man he felt that way and so so the rest of the players.
3: Your, your point reminds me, going back, you know, and Seth as well going back to the 4th and 8 call, being that prepared, being that confident, not having those nerves, I don't think you make that call if you're at all kind of like in your feelings, or maybe a little insecure about like, ah, I don't know, I don't want to lose this first game, you know. I don't want to be the reason that's on sports scenario tonight. Like, what are they doing going for on 4th and 8? He wasn't thinking that at all. He was thinking my guys are going to go out there and execute and they did it for him. I'm, I'm glad that I got the last word here because you guys there was only one part that I had in my notes that you didn't cover and it was him talking about the running backs making plays. Yeah. Because you look at the, the the box score today, it wasn't pretty for the backs especially in the rushing department. Uh, Chase Edmonds had 12 for 25. Raheem Mostert had 5 for 16. But Chase did have 4 catches for 40 and Mostert had 1 for 16. And the 1 for 16 on Mostert was a huge yeah, huge play where he broke 2 tackles. Yeah. Yep. Edmonds had a couple of big conversions on 3rd on downs. There was one where he replaced the blitz and two have found him I thought it was one of two his best plays of the day and Chase made that play as well so he covered a lot of ground in that press conference big Seth talking about the execution of his guys the preparation of the team and, and you know to Juice's point man I really think that this mentality he has this aggressiveness he has is going to wind up rubbing off on the rest of the team just like it has all summer long all off season with everybody having this optimistic view picking each other up and just being a fun place to work.
5: Yeah, I mean, clearly that we saw that all off season carried over to today. But then again, like every great head coach, let's not get too high, sure. let's not get too low. Right. Hey, it would be really cool if you only had to win one game. How great right. was that? Right. I wish you only had to win one game, but right. you don't. What does everybody need me to do? They need me to do my job. Right. And you know that he gave that same message to the team. Right. And so he is an excitable guy. He is the pat you on the back guy, the lift you up guy, to make you feel good and all of those things. But at the same time, let's not let's not just this is one win. Let's right. understand the big picture. So, I mean, I, he was as good in this press conference as he was out there on the sideline. Tonight. Yeah, yeah,
4: and that's important, man. Right there, you know, it's it's amazing a first time guy that that gets it, bro. He gets it, man. He understands the importance of every single thing and doesn't over. Uh, emphasize anything that he's done already you know what i mean yeah. so yeah he's, he's he's going against uh you know bill belichick you know more championships than anybody but at the same time though he, he puts it in perspective you know, it, it's a great win but look we got this is, we're this is the first game of the season we got we got 16 more there's a whole there, season thing. left right literally you a whole what season and we're going to see them again right. so we don't want to be too crazy about this win Great win. It's it's hard to get to two zero like I talked about without going one and zero, you know. Damn near impossible. It, it's in, it's it's absolutely <laughs> I'm impossible. It's, it's absolutely <laughs> impossible. And so uh, within the division, I love you guys' take on it. You know, it's one and a half game win. This is not just a, yep. a one game win. Moneyball within the within the division is huge. And you know, New England's a team we've been chasing for a long time. You know, and we've done well down here. We did it last year. I think the year before. Now we got to continue this trend, of beating these teams, you know, within our division. But for sure, the next team that we run into within the conference. So, uh, big time win. Love the, always love the press conference, man. Because he's so good. He he, he just, he, it's hard to imagine a guy that gets as much as this guy does with his first round of being a head man in a, a you know in a major sport in in, in in this country. And so he he's he's fun to watch, fun to listen to, but. More importantly, he's already on to the next week, right. which I like about him more than anything.
3: Which he foreshadowed for us when he talked in his press conference this week saying, you talk about self-awareness, he gets it. We're either crowned or we suck based upon the results of week one, but what's for sure is there's a week two. That was one of my favorite quotes he ever said. He said that earlier this week. And uh, you also mentioned beating the Patriots again down here. Speaking of that, fourth straight win by Tua tonga over a Bill, Bill Belichick coach team, no other quarterback has ever done that before. What a great stat that is to take us in a break here. Speaking of that, two is going to be up here next, his postgame press conference. Dolphins postgame is driven by Gunther Mazda. You've got to get to Gunther Mazda in Fort Lauderdale to experience a new Mazda SUV on 441 just north of I-595 or visit GuntherMazda.com. For car buying done your way, you've got to get to Gunther Mazda. Again, the final score from Hard Rock Stadium, Dolphins 20, Patriots 7. You're listening to the fifth quarter post game show brought to you by the Palm Beaches.
2: Miami Dolphins football is on the air on the Miami Dolphins radio network. Dolphins recap tomorrow morning with Joe Rose and Zach Krantz. AM 560 Sports,
3: WQAM. Unbeatable fans like you deserve unbeatable mileage. So next time you fill up, choose Chevron with Techron. Find a station near you on the Chevron app. Guys, we talked a little bit about Tua Tungavailoa's performance in that previous segment, talking about Coach McDaniel empowering his guys and and getting this result today, and Tua winds up 23 for 33, 270 yards and a touchdown, a 104.4 rating. And we talked about this a little bit, guys. A little bit of meat left on the bone there in terms of some of the, you know, the accuracy of the passes, which we, we know that's like the strong suit of his game, but he had some misses today. And I don't want to kill him for that because he played a winning performance and, and had the team out here, you know, moving up and down the field there uh, at times. But we do kind of feel like there's more to be had in this passing offense, right? Juice, like that last drive when he rolled to his left and had Trent Sherfield. Hit that throw, man. That's There's a couple of throws in this game where I thought they could have put the game away early uh, with this offense the way it was cooking.
4: Absolutely, man. And, that, and that's what we're looking for. We're looking for that maturity, that maturation, you know, from the last couple of years to those situations right there. And it would be nice to, you know, to be able to put teams away. Um, more disappointing than anything was the, the third quarter, you know, getting the ball, scoring before the half, and then being able, going out there and not getting anything done before – you know, for the next series. But we have to have an offense that's going to be complementary to this defense. And that's what most great teams have is, you know, we talked about Coach McDaniel talking about how the defense is uh, is uh, where our, bre- our bread is butter, sure. basically, you know. Offense got to be take that to heart. And they got to also think like, look, we got to do our part. And so great first half. Second half, you know, I mean, we've sh- we got to go out there and and, and do some things uh, to, to give our defense a little bit of a break. So, yeah, great numbers. I mean, those numbers are going to – was 104, he said, was the passer rating? Yeah, yeah. 104 is a nice passer rating. But bottom line for me is what are we doing late in games when yep. we need production or a drive or anything like that? And that's something that we're going to work on. and
3: uh, there there was uh, – the I think the big part that I like juice was the fact that he averaged 8.2 yards per pass, which, you know, last year was, it was – sometimes a struggle to get over 6 or 7 yards, right. which is right up – you know, you want to be over 7. But 8.2 kind of speaks to just like, I think, Seth, the playmakers that he has at his disposal this year. I mean, we saw Tyreek go up and, and kind of steal a potential turnover and turn yeah. it into a 26-yard gain. The, the, the screen game uh, with, with those guys involved, too, it's just – you know, I, I think one of the, the things we heard in the press box was this is the same quarterback with better weapons. I don't agree with that, but – but I think you saw those better weapons today really kind of maximize this offense. There's no
5: question. And I think you know, I hate to use the word better here, but Can th- can th- I can I stop you for a second? I mean, it's your house, Zeus. No,
4: I'm saying that that was the comment like same quarterback with better any quarterback with better box. every any quarterback with better weapons is going to make you're well, that
5: was my response. That I mean, was, that was my you? Response. No, no, I didn't make the comment. Okay, right, I responded right, to the right. comment and so said, that's man, every quarterback in the lucky league. Lucky
4: I wasn't in that, John. Yeah, he I mean, it went off.
5: That, that's, that, <laughs> that, that's, what that's there, why that you're sitting in the alumni suite <laughs> with all of the greats and, and why Travis and I are, are where <laughs> we're at for, for a lot of different reasons, right? But, uh, yeah, there's no question. that Give any player in the greatest team sport on the planet, give any player a, a better supporting cast. And everybody's going to be better. That's the way it's supposed to be. And I also think you got to give some credit to the play calling and the concepts, right, and the routes and the way – you know, there there were a lot of options there. There were plays that were successful where we thought there were other guys that were open as well and that he had a choice. And and did he make the right choice or, you know, how did it work out? So I think there was a lot of that. And – you know, you could take, I guess, glass is half full or glass is half empty. There were some throws that we wish we would have seen Tua make yep. that he didn't make that he typically has made in the past. Yep. I'd like to think that he'll start to make those more than he misses them. And if this is, if this is a quote-unquote down game where you have 104 passer rating, you don't turn the ball over, right? You don't turn the ball over. You spread the ball around. A- again, room to grow. Room to grow, room to get better as the season progresses there were some things I can, can we just teach them to tuck the ball though when when, when there's pressure on them and we're not like, if we're losing, if the dolphins are losing and it's third down or whatever, fourth down or whatever, and you got to make a play fight for that and take the chances but when you're protecting a lead, when you're on the other team's side of the field, I don't mind if you tuck the ball and take a sack and wait, and, and chalk it up and get up there in the next play. Heck, you scored a touchdown on fourth and seven. You know, so so I, I, we heard Coach talk about be patient and let the defense do what they do to give you the ball back. I think there's an opportunity to be patient there as well. But when that ball's out there, Lucy Goose, and you're trying to make – you're getting spun around yeah, and throw yeah, – yeah. you know, thank goodness none of those turned into some disastrous yeah. plays. But that's something that I have to imagine this offensive coaching staff is going to run Back
4: and film, and Tua probably already knows it.
5: Mm-hmm. But I have to imagine they're going to sit there and say, Tua, let's, let's not try and play hero ball in all of these plays.
4: Especially when you talk about a team. The coach admits that's a defensive team right now. So just don't mess it up. Don't mess it up. Just don't mess it up, man. You don't have to. You don't have to win it. Just don't lose it for us in those situations like that. You and you got guys mean? who
5: can go back and get you the chunk yardage. Correct. You didn't have that in the past. Correct. So it's not like you got to get ten more plays to make that, that yardage up. You might be able to get a quick hitter and make it up in one 1,000%. play. One so, thousand percent. Yeah,
3: I'm with you, Juice. Seth, you touched on kind of the the design, and the look of it. I thought that was a big improvement too, as far as just like guys firing off the ball. I think I mentioned to you a few times in the press box how it seemed like. Even though the running game wasn't cranking, a lot of the contact was happening after the line of scrimmage, opposed to in their own backfield where they have to create just to get back to the line to, to you know to make a no gain out of it. Uh, I think there's some correctable mistakes there. Should be a fun tape to watch. You guys know I'll be doing that. Oh, tomorrow. I can't, wait. Uh, you know I can't wait. Got to do it. Got to get the all twenty-two.
5: Are you diving in deep? Of course. <laughs> Two <laughs> yards in a cloud of dust is a lot better than zero yards yes, in a cloud of dust. Yes, I'll sir. tell you that
3: much. I'll be diving in deep tomorrow. Then on the Tuesday, the fish tank. You guys dive in there as well. So we'll do that in the podcast network. But um, couple more points. I just kind of took some notes there while you guys were talking. Uh, you know the offensive line, the, the attrition they kind of dealt with. Oh wow, what a drop that was in the Green Bay game. Sorry. You're stop. You're I, to stop, yeah, I, I gotta You're stop. 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 you <laughs> focused, Davis. focus, focus on Stay focused here. Uh, <laughs> it's we talking about of the week. I heard the, it on the, Drive Time. <laughs> the uh, the the surprise to me that we didn't hear about post game was how much they had to deal with on the offensive line because you lost Austin Jackson, didn't return. Greg Little went out for a series and came back. To Ron Arms, I went down for a series and came back. We saw Liam Eichenberg kick out to left tackle. Robert Hunt kick out to right tackle and so that's mm. that's something they're going to have to deal with and, and find you know their answers and mix mix and i miss match all that going forward i miss it's... all that i saw I well saw... you were
4: too busy rubbing elbows with mark yeah, duper yeah, and I, was, I, was doing, yeah. I was doing my thing man i'm trying to work for the tank as well and dog. doing it well I'm working and doing, for the doing
0: tank it well do we have a well. guest lined up
3: no we
4: don't bro. Oh, we're, we're come getting on. there but Trent, I, Trent gamble's coming
0: <laughs> okay
3: I, I did think that in general. Oh, Who, by
5: the way, had a fumble return for a touchdown in a season opener? Perfect, Look at that! Perfect, it all, it perfect, all ties perfect. back.
3: What a day of callbacks this has been go. today Let's for go. us so far. That's what uh, happens when you're with old guys? I'm going to call back to two minutes ago and just go keep keep on making my <laughs> point here. If you didn't start talking <laughs> about a different game, we wouldn't have gone it, it, off the rails. I was like, that's a touchdown. He drops it right out of his fingertips. <laughs> we are officially off the rails. But um, no, I mean, it's it, it was a game where I thought there was a yeah. little bit too much pressure. Yeah. Uh, I, I was very upset, and you know, you guys know it's it went from Seth tungavai Levitt to Travis Wink Vola or something, whatever where the last name <laughs> is going to be there, but uh, that the third down where he lost, he didn't lose the fumble, but he did fumble the ball and the the Dolphins fell back on it. Connor Williams got beat pretty quickly, and that's he was the one that recovered the fumble, which typically is what happens. Always right, juice. Or sacks yeah, or yeah, recover from, yeah. yeah but yeah. that pressure, thank goodness you, he did, right? You felt it. It was one hitch. You didn't get the ball out, and then after that point, like you got to know, man, like you can't you can't be loose with that football in that area. So that was that was well, a little well, bit. Well, you know, dis-
4: Travis on empty, we talked about yep. it. We, we yep. chatted back and forth. Empty set has got to be quick. If it's if you don't let it go when it's supposed to go in an empty set, then it's going to be a problem, man. And you know he should know that no matter what. If if somebody's not there, let it rip, or we're going to have bad situations right there, man. So yeah, you're you're right, man. It's like I hate to say it, see it in, in the third year, but this is a, this is a growing and learning experience right there. We go empty, empty's quick. If you, if you don't let it rip right away, let it rip somewhere else. But if not, like you talked about, Mm. protect the pigskin, bro. And
3: those are the moments where if you compare – plays in those moments with the schemed-up stuff that McDaniel does, that's when you get a quarterback playing at a very high level, and this team can really take off from there. And to, to another point you guys mentioned that I, I kind of wrote some notes down on, man, show me a great quarterback that didn't have a great receiver. Like, Josh Allen, you know when he took off? When they went and got Stephon Diggs. And it's Josh Allen's a freaking unicorn, so I'm not going to, like, disparage him, but Stephon Diggs was a big part of that offense becoming what it was. Patrick Mahomes had Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey for his entire career. Aaron Rodgers had Devontae Adams. Look at what Kyler Murray got with De- DeAndre Hopkins and now uh, his old teammate with uh, the Ravens receiver they brought in this year. Matt Stafford gets Allen Robinson and, and, uh, you know, Cooper Cup and Derek Carr gets Devontae Adams. Like – all the best quarterbacks get good receivers because teams want to build around their investment. And so I really, really, really hate that argument is my whole point here. Right, so right. Come away with the victory today. I think it was a big win today, guys, especially with uh, at Baltimore, Buffalo, and at Cincinnati on deck. It was a very crucial win as the Dolphins do get this one on the Dolphins postgame show here, which is driven by Gunther Mazda. For car buying done your way, you've got to get to Gunther Mazda. Again, the final score from Hard Rock Stadium, Dolphins 20, Patriots 7. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Radio Network brought to you by the Palm Beaches.
2: You're listening to Dolphins Football on the Miami Dolphins Radio Network.
3: Tomorrow afternoon, Hawk and Crowder are talking Dolphins. AM 560 Sports, WQAM. our Miami Dolphins want to help you lock in a low mortgage rate. That's why Amerisave is our official mortgage lender. Whether you want to refinance, get cash out, or purchase a new home, visit Amerisave.com. To lock in your low mortgage rate today, guys. We heard from head coach
4: Mike. Real Daniel. quick, no disrespect, Carefully but I like lead? Juice's version of that commercial. Yeah, official.
3: I'm just you saying. You
4: know, I do too. He did so, a great right? job, but we
3: knocked out that read.
4: Official sponsor of <laughs> the Miami Dolphins. Let's go. Official
3: sponsor of the Miami Dolphins, and this is now your official place you can hear Tua Tonga at the podium postgame.
6: Yeah, I think he has a lot of confidence in us. Yeah, I, I think you look at you look at the the way the game went. Um, you know, we we got started a little slow. Um, and then there were peaks where we were driving the ball down the field we just couldn't finish um, you know there there were also times where um, you know we we had uh, communication errors within our headset and we couldn't fully get the play communicated to the guys as well and so it was kind of on the fly things like, hey, we don't have a play, let's go to this player or let's just go to this play um, you know and there all those things are things that we can clean up, but you know, I, I think Mike has the utmost confidence in us um, from things that we've shown in practice, from things that we've done uh, throughout training camp, and also, uh, you know, when, when, we've, when we've had joint practices. So
4: you embrace when it's
5: fourth down and you guys go
4: and embrace
6: something like that. I, I love it, yeah. He has the utmost confidence in the entire offense, that's why. Sorry, three guys just asked the question like, right here yeah i'm not too sure what the logistics are going for it on fourth down where we were on the field but you know what what i do know is mike mike had you know confidence in in us that when we did call that play we were going to make it work and so we did make it work uh You know, and Jalen ended up scoring for us, so that was nice. I know
4: uh, know Mike said he didn't want to make it about himself, but, you know, getting his first game as head coach out the way, getting the the victory, um, the Gatorade Bath celebration, just um, what was that like as a team and, you know, your thoughts on that?
6: I thought that was awesome. It was awesome to see uh, the team come together under uh, Mike McDaniel. You know, that's his first win as a head coach for the Miami Dolphins. So it's something special and he's always said that he wanted to come here and create something special and it's it's just the beginning. how do you come up what do you take coming out of this? Uh I mean what what I take coming out of this is, you know, what can we learn from this? We'll we'll go back, watch the film and then we'll you know, reassess, and get back to work on on Wednesday. uh, The team is for the
4: uh, 50th anniversary for the 72 team, and the quarterbacks was the uh, group that was uh, honored today. I want to know, have you had any chance to uh, speak with Bob Greasy, and what has your conversations with him been like?
6: I've never had the opportunity to -hmm. to speak with uh, Bob Greasy. Um, The only person I've really been around uh, has been Dan. Uh, so you know I have many conversations with with Dan. yeah, um, I mean, you've seen what the defense was able to do for us. I, I would say they've they were the momentum changes for us, um, you know, with the interceptions, with the turnovers that they had. Uh, offensively, we just didn't capitalize, but you know I, I think the overall picture um, with as as much as we wanted to do offensively. And as much as we didn't get to, uh, you know, uh, do successfully offensively, you know, we still came out with a win. So I think that's a big positive for us. Yeah,
4: there's so much talk about it. Tyreek and what do you mean to this offense? What was it like during game one
5: having that option and obviously the connection you have with him?
6: Yeah, I, w- I would say it's, it's a continuation of, of growing for, um, you know, the timing of uh, me and Tyreek with, you know, learning, continuing to learn what, what he likes. What he doesn't like, and it's it's a continuation still with Jalen and with all the other guys uh, within our receiving core.
2: Your your first drive, you have third one, you throw a, a deep pass,
4: and then you're
2: suggesting you're going to go for it on fourth and run. The play didn't get run, obviously, because they jumped off. Is that a, is this a changed um, mindset from say your first couple of years of aggressiveness going for on fourth down? short?
6: Well, I I never I never thought that we'd go for it, uh, but that's. You know, Mike. Mike uh, told me like stay in there. You know, we're gonna go for it. And uh, you know, we we had calls that we wanted to call, and I wasn't sure when we were gonna call them. Uh, so with it being you know, on the first drive, <laughs> there was a little surprise. But I mean, really, nothing should surprise surprise me with uh, with Mike's. <laughs> you
2: were,
4: you were run
6: flyer, yeah, we were gonna run a play. Yep. To, can you
4: walk us through the uh, touchdown pass to Waddle? And did you have any flashes back to your days with him uh, at the University of Alabama?
6: Yeah, um, well, they, they, were, they were playing a one high coverage. Um, you know, Watto ran his route, got open, just, just gave him the ball, and, and he did the rest. I would say it was hard in the moment um, to have any sort of flashbacks of uh, our time at Alabama. You know, it was just awesome to see what he did, um, you know, with the ball after he caught it. Oh, It feels awesome. It feels awesome having someone like Tyreek. Uh, you know, I'll keep saying this he, dude's a cheat code. You know, it, it's, it's, it's not easy covering this guy. Um, you know, when he's motioning, when he's running routes off of motions and doing his thing. So you know, I, I love it. So, uh, would you like to be able to get to the running game um, a little bit earlier in the game? Maybe and you know, some run down so we set up play action. Like, was that more
3: of a plan today than you ended up getting? It
6: today? Well, I mean, our, our game plan was to score points and as much points as we could. Um, uh, for us offensively, you know, Mike Mike says that our offense is is not aggressive. That's just the the style that we 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 play. Whereas other people think it's it's aggressive. Um, you know, for us, whatever whatever call Mike you know decides to choose for us to to run, that's that's what that's what we're going to run. Uh, whether it's trying to set up a play action pass or or not um you know we we'd like to do a little better in the run game but you know i i think that's what that's what the first week is for we we got all the jitters out everyone got their first real real live action of a game um you know and, and had all four quarters so like i'll always say we'll go back into the film room we'll talk about it we'll go through it get everything corrected and you know we'll come back wednesday Yeah, it, that's not an individual accolade, or I don't even look at it close to being that. It's it's a team team sport, and this team has has won four games straight against New England. So, um, you know, however way you see it, however way you put it, that's that's what that's what it is. Thank you guys. All right, thanks, guys.
3: So there's Tua after the victory. He is now fourteen and eight as a starter here with the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins fans, you want to know be this here, year. Want to know this year? It's all that matters. You can be here for the live NFL action all season long as the official ticket marketplace of the NFL. Ticketmaster has a wide selection of tickets, so you never miss a single play. Score tickets today at Ticketmaster.com Dolphins. Dolphins postgame is also driven by Gunther Mazda. For car buying done your way, you got to get to Gunther Mazda. Final score here from Hard Rock Stadium, Dolphins 20, Patriots 7. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Radio Network brought to you by the Palm Beaches.